Welcome back to the Bearded Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, still your host, Les McDaniel, leading you down the pathway on this emotional journey, the emotional roller coaster we call life. And I'm thrilled today because today we're going to tap into some stuff that I think can be so exciting for how you can begin to take control over your own internal well-being. It's such a powerful thing, and that's what emotional intelligence really does. It starts with you, but it ultimately, when you're emotionally at, at a place where you are responsive, where you are tapped in and, and you are at peace within yourself, and you start to walk around with that number, that peace index number over your head that's higher than most, you will truly, absolutely expand that peace wherever you go. And today we're going to talk about ways in which you can utilize your emotions for just that. So. Before we get started, I want to remind you that this show is here to inspire the uninspired, to unstick what is stuck, and to liberate that leader within you. We are here liberating leaders worth following that our world just can flock to in ways because they are so thrilled about the authenticity, the vulnerability, and the true peace that these leaders bring into our world. Wouldn't that be a refreshing thing? And our emotional intelligence factor today that we're going to talk about is truly going to play into that a little bit further. And we've already talked a little bit about perceiving emotions, and today we're going to be talking about facilitating thoughts using those emotions, as Mayer, Salovey, and Caruso have revealed to us in their revised model of emotional intelligence. So let's head down that pathway, but let me remind you first, you can find me on all of your favorite social media channels, including Facebook and Instagram at epicfusion.life. That's epicfusion.life. Or you can also find us on TikTok and YouTube by doing a search for Bearded Wisdom. It'll just pop right up. Just make sure you're looking for this mug because they're all visually appealing. Or, I mean, this mug may not be that, but you know what I mean. Just look for this mug, and that's the one. This bearded mug is the one you're looking for. Folks, I if, you, if you're listening to this on podcast, I'm telling you that because you can also go find this podcast on YouTube and watch this whole show and, and just... I mean, if, if you prefer to, the body, the language and all those things that, you know, my hands move a lot and, you know, it's fun. It's fun. Along with my mouth. My mouth moves a lot, too. So you can see more than just my mouth. Anyways, that said, I'm excited to be with you today and we're going to move through this. There comes a time in life where you got to make a decision. You can write your own story or let someone else tell it for you. This is the show for that time. This is Bearded Wisdom with Les McDaniel. You know, I have experienced this before where I literally felt like I was being completely controlled by emotions. One of the places where I find this playing out in my world often is when I, when I feel misunderstood. Those emotions that arise and bubble up within me, I, I don't know, maybe you can relate. And, and my typical go-to response can be frustration that, that leads to anger, justification type behaviors. And it's really not even me doing anybody any good in those moments because I'm completely get oblivious to what's actually happening around me. And I can get sucked into what's actually going on inside of my head and the stories that I have told myself, prepared myself with for years and years and years. So much of our emotion is wrapped up in, in childhood wounds, and you, you hear this hot-button word today, trauma, and, and I get it that there is such a thing as trauma, and it is a real, real living challenge that we have to face. However, 
These things do not have to be the stressors of our world. They can actually be something that creates something in our world. We can utilize these traumas that have created emotions and feelings that are deep within us to actually begin to bring forth new creation. You know, there's a, there's a lot that can be said about the, the things that, are, that hurt you in your life, that your problems, that your, that, your, that your hurts, your wounds, all of those things are the essence of what your purpose is dying for you to tap into so you can begin to learn and live into your purpose, maybe even profit from your purpose. And I don't mean that in a, in a nasty sort of profiteer sort of way. I mean that you potentially could bring your purpose in alignment with your provision in a way that gives you such freedom in this world. And so I, I think it's an important conversation to have. What does it look like <clears throat> for you to actually begin to facilitate your thoughts using your emotions? And the way that I see this starting for you is, first and foremost, perceiving those emotions we discussed earlier. Being able to identify those deceptive, dishonest emotional expressions, being able to be honest around the those things that are accurate versus inaccurate depictions of your emotions, maybe those places where you overreacted, that would be an, an overreaction would be an inaccurate emotional expression. However, there are just, just times to have righteous anger, for example. And it's okay for you to begin to understand that there are times for tears to flow. There are times for, for laughter to occur. And yet being able to discern the context, the cultural, the normative cultural practices in certain environments, to be able to witness it in, in arts and, and visual elements like paintings, and to be able to connect the dots of being able to recognize emotion are the key components you have to start with before you can really begin to start utilizing that recognition in such a way that it benefits yourself, as well as those that you are around. And so how this plays out is really along the lines of beginning to be able to tap into your own emotions in such a way that it leverages your abilities to connect with others. You see, in a moment where you might find yourself incredibly sad at, the, at a story that is being told by someone else, what's really happening there is oftentimes that you are connecting. You are compassionately recognizing a feeling that wells up within you based upon something that you've experienced in your own life and you're connecting that with someone else and it allows you to create a stronger bond in the conversation. That is a perfect example of how that is a healthy means of being able to facilitate your, th your thoughts with your emotions. And the, the practice of this is truly a practice. It's an imperfect practice at that, especially in my own life. And I know people that are brilliant at this. I have a friend of mine who truly is very good about being present with folks in such a way that he listens and he asks really good questions until he can understand the emotional state and the emotional triggers that might be playing out in that, that situation so that his response, what, no matter what his feelings may be, are, by, are, are an awareness of what is going on within them and where his emotions might actually be tapped into. And being able to then make connections with that person so that they felt heard, understood, seen. And in those moments, it creates a space for immense growth in a relationship. I mean, most of us, if we're married or in relationships with somebody that, that, we, that we love and care about and are intimate with, we learn these things about the, uh, our spouse or our partners 
but kind of just by commonplace. And, and those of us that don't, I, I would venture to say we might not have marriages that last very long or relationships that last very long. And we might be bouncing from one to the next. And, and we may be having some unheard and unfelt emotions that have been built up within us that are historical wounds that have informed the story that we're telling ourselves that don't allow us to show up in front of others with the true awareness of our own emotional state, our own emotions. And so the goal here is for us to begin to be able to be more aware of our own emotions, as we talked about perceiving those emotions, perceiving others' emotions, and being able to communicate in such a way that it brings us into a creative process together, where we are creating an experience in that moment that is fully founded in our emotional connection and in our emotional ability to now move through what is hurting or painful, or maybe it's exciting, maybe it's over the top, and move it into a place of productivity so that we are moving into that creative space, not reactivity. And we're going to go into something like this in a couple of sessions here down the road. So hang tight for that. We'll come back to that shortly. So what is important today as we are doing going through this is, is a, couple of, a couple of key components. Number one, we want to begin to in our relationships, as we are engaging in this emotional awareness from self to others, is to be able to recognize what we are working towards in the conversation. What is the problem or the outcome that we are hoping that we will begin to be able to facilitate a, a, a change in? What are the emotional states that are present that might facilitate a deeper awareness, a thought process that could lead us to really uncovering some powerful moments as we are building something together. One of the ways to recognize this is when we can begin to leverage the mood and the, the feelings and the state of someone, and in those moments, generate different ways to see that particular moment. And I think that one of the ways we do that in compassion is when we can actually stop and listen very clearly, active listening, asking deeper questions, being really curious in the moment, around what's going on in that person's emotional state. Now, as we begin to recognize the outcomes that we're seeking or the, the relational problem or challenge or state of that relationship, we can actually begin to navigate some new components of our own life. We can begin to recognize mood swings. We can, be, we can, we can begin to recognize these triggers in people. And when we do that, we afford ourselves the ability to stay present within ourselves and not get reactive, but to then leverage those moments in such a way that it allows us to open the possibilities of what, how we think about this current situation. For many years, worked with folks that in the real estate business, and I, I remember a client of mine one time who he, he completely screwed my partner and I over in the, in, as we were going through a deal. He he went behind our backs and he bought this property that we had found and showed him. And, and it was clearly an opportunity for us to actually go out and sue this person for the, what was rightfully ours, which was our commission. Because he did not actually, we had a contract and he did not honor the contract. Well, instead, I recognized the situation and I chose in that moment to leverage the, the state of everyone's emotions to connect with him, him and, and find out really what was underlying his motivation to screw us over. Because and, that's the story I'm telling myself is that he was trying to screw us over. 
But in that moment, when I was able to do that, I was able to hear what he was, what was really going on in the situation and to leverage that moment in such a way that it worked out as a win-win for everyone. He continued on down the road and got his deal done. I completely released him of all the quote-unquote responsibility that he had to the contract because after all, who wants to spend their time in a legal contract? I mean, you want to talk about emotional mess. It's never fun to take someone into a legal battle. But instead, I leveraged this moment in order to create an outcome that really was in service and, and in alignment with the outcome I had hoped with him, which was a who do you know question. And how can you reconcile this situation type question? It, it removed all the dis-ease of that particular situation. It decompressed the, the tensions that could have been there as a result of this being screwed over by him. In that moment, that relationship I had with this client, who we had spent a ton of time working with, we, we flew to California, spent time with his family, went to an event where his family hosted us and fed us. And it was amazing. It was a great time. And in that moment, I knew there was a relationship, a solid one. And I knew it couldn't have been that he just, you know, screwed us over. That story was not in service to the relationship that I have with him. And I could have gotten real inwardly focused and real selfish and, and focusing on my rights and what was due me and what he owed me or what he owed us. But I didn't. And instead, what we chose to do was to leverage our desired outcome to solve the problem by asking questions of him based upon his emotional state in that moment and his recognition of what he had done as not, not kosher to the opportunity that we had set up contractually with him. And in that moment, we actually ended up in a better position because he ended up referring us business and he ended up making sure that he knew that our integrity was high and that he was going to try to match our integrity by, by creating the space for opportunities with people that he knew. Now, could we have made more money by continuing to fight down the road and get that one deal done? Yes, but we would have lost all the opportunities that, that came after him botching this deal that we had, had done planned to do together. It's just that simple. And so when we can begin to navigate our own emotions in such a way where we're not reactive, but we get creative, then it opens that opportunity for us to facilitate a new thought process that leads to the outcomes and results that we hope. And when we prioritize thinking by directing attention according to the, our present moment, then we are absolutely leveraging the opportunities for creativity, not just within ourselves, but within those that we are working with. The next piece of this is that we really want to begin to be those who are generative in this world. And facilitating thoughts using emotions is all about generative conversations that are not looking to focus in on the problems and the what, what he did, she did, he said, she said, good cop, bad cop, all the things that we can, we can point to in our world that do not really, are, are not really generative for moving forward towards outcomes that, that are beneficial to everybody for the highest good of all people involved. And it's in those moments that we can jump into these generative emotions that then aid us in releasing judgment and aid us in changing and shifting the memory or the stories that we've told ourselves that ultimately create an amazing backdrop for us to succeed with others at a higher level, creating more peace, more unity, and ultimately treating each other as true humans, not just leveraging each other because we all are trying to get ahead in this life. So 
moving forward from here, what we're going to begin discussing tomorrow and the next day are going to be understanding emotions and then managing our emotions. But we just have to be very clear that these first two steps are really the, just the beginning, just the tip of the iceberg of us beginning to now learn and understand our emotions and how we can use those emotions in such a way to gain a different outcome than what we currently are facing in that story we tell ourselves. So moving forward, just know, guys, we are truly here to liberate those leaders worth following. And when we can have these conversations around perceiving our emotions and facilitating thought through the use of those emotions in healthy ways, we are beginning to train ourselves and those that we are in relationship with on new ways that they can live a more peace-oriented life that liberates others and creates a space where we are wanting to be in relationship with people that are are more like-minded. It's amazing what happens with compassion. And yet our world right now, specifically right now, has created so many moments of tension where everything is all about getting agreement. Everything is all about getting you to, to, to buy into me. And it creates these emotions in us when somebody's against us. And what we're working towards is this ability to create something new because what was no longer exists. And what is in this moment, in that, that, that moment of that relational exchange, what is happening is something that is present, but it's moving towards something. And if we can make sure that we're focused on what we are for rather than what we are against, we begin to operate in a present future mindset that allows us to create new ways, new pathways for us to achieve the things that we desire in this life while making sure that this is that the, what we are achieving is for the highest good of everyone involved. And that is our goal for today. So tomorrow, be ready. We are going to jump into understanding those emotions and managing those emotions in a unique sort of way that allows us to start building a framework for how we can be more emotionally intelligent. Stay tuned. And for now, peace to you. Thanks for listening to the Bearded Wisdom Show. You got a buddy or friend who needs to hear this. Please send him a link. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you can come back and hang out with Les every day.